local legends on Dave Max Drive. Cork Red FM. A. Quinlevin, you are a lecturer at UCC and you've written a book called Forgotten Lord Mayor about Donal Og O'Callaghan, who, suitably enough, was made Lord Mayor of Cork on this day 100 years ago following the death by hunger strike of Terence McSweeney, who had followed on from Tomás McCurtain, assassinated in his home in Blackpool in that tumultuous year of 1920. Why did you write this book? Well, I had done some research uh, for a previous book into this period of time and came across the name Don Logo Callaghan and I was surprised as somebody who knows a fair bit about this period of local history uh, that I hadn't really come across him before. So I did a bit of digging into him uh, and from that bit by bit I was trying to tell his story. Uh, it really was starting from a blank page in the sense that so much has been written about McCartan and McSweeney whereas I was starting with nothing. So I'm delighted now to end up with a 350-page book that tells quite a compelling story, I think, about his four years during which he was Lord Mayor from November 1920 to January 1924. And in that period, he was also chairman of Cork County Council, a TD in the second oil, and he served as the Republican special envoy to the US. So he crammed a lot in. Yeah, and... and is some of the reason why he's kind of forgotten a little bit to history? Well, first of all, because he stands beside the colossus that is both McCurtain and McSweeney. But was he kind of smuggled out of, of, of war-ridden Cork to the States where he went fundraising and campaigning and, and basically spreading the, the propaganda for the Republican side? And did that cause some friction back home or... It did to some extent because there was a feeling that he left Cork to go to the US after the burning of the city uh, and some people felt that he was deserting Cork uh, and its citizens. I think he's also forgotten because he turned his back very quickly on his public life in 1924 uh, and also he shunned the limelight so he didn't write an autobiography, he didn't keep diaries, he was unwilling to provide a written statement to the Bureau of Military History so he was a very kind of private character but the, the most dominant reason, as you mentioned yourself, is that, of course, he was overshadowed by McCartan and McSweeney mm. because of the, the drama of their stories. But he was smuggled out, wasn't he? Because there was a fear that his life would be taken too. Oh, exactly. I mean, when he was elected Lord Mayor 100 years ago today, nobody else wanted a job because it was considered probably the most dangerous job in all of Ireland. And I so presume he was a Sinn Féin uh, um, councillor, I suppose it was. He was indeed. So he, in December 1920, he went as a stowaway on a ship called the West Pennon uh, to America. He spent the next eight months in America giving evidence to the Commission on Conditions in Ireland, delivering a series of high-profile speeches across the country, and also helping to secure a loan for the Doyle, acting as the emissary of Michael Collins. So he returned then again to Cork in August 1921, and at that stage he was already a TD, because he'd won an uncontested seat in the general election of May that year. However, he ran for election. Is that where he then backed out of public life when he lost the election in 1924 somewhat unexpectedly? To a large extent, I think that was a pivotal moment. It was quite a humiliating general election defeat. Despite being the Lord Mayor and an incumbent TD, he finished last of seven candidates in Cork City. So that was quite humiliating. He departed Cork again in August 1922 and never again resided uh, 
on Lee's side, even mm-hmm. though he remained Lord Mayor. I think he had no stomach for the civil war as well, which was moving south. He was broken hearted by the deaths of two of his closest friends, Carl Brewer and Harry Boland, and maybe having witnessed the centre of Cork being destroyed during the War of Independence, he had no intention of seeing it being ruined again in a battle between Irishmen. I should say he was strongly anti-treaty himself, but overall you can see from his contributions in the Doyle, he deplores the kind of rancour of the treaty debates. Well, as we move out of uh, the centenary of 1920 and on into the, the more divisive aspects of the, the civil war that followed uh, the treaty itself, um, we'll get to a, a, the centenary of, of very interesting, other interesting moments in Cork's history, like the, the amphibious invasion of Cork City by the Free State Forces, which pushed the IRA out of the city back into its stronghold of West Cork, uh, sometime around 1922 to 23, yes. presumably. Um, yes, yes. For six months, the IRA, the anti-treaty IRA, had held Cork City. Uh, and it was, it was subsequent to that that Michael Collins went down to West Cork and ended up getting assassinated on the way back. I always wondered to myself, was that a bit of hubris on Michael Collins' part to think that just after having driven the IRA out of Cork City, back down into West Cork, that he could go out on a tour around and be untouched in his own, in his own place? Potentially it was, and of course that's always one of the fascinating things about history, the kind of what-if type questions, um, and what would have happened if he hadn't taken that fateful trip uh, to Bale Blow, and I suppose we'll never, we'll never know ultimately. But as you say, this period of time, the early 1920s, and commemorating now a hundred years later, there are a lot of sensitive issues, but it's a, it's a period of time that has an enduring fascination for many of us, I think. The Forgotten Lord Mayor... Uh, by A. Uh, Quinlevin, uh, who, who we've um, uh, established off-air that A is where the name Hugh came from in English, or the, the Osquelga name A, which I think you were saying to me originates from fire, uh, got translated into English as Hugh, or actually gave the, the, the name Hugh to the English language. Would that be right? That's correct as far as I know. It's certainly um, in ancient Irish, uh, A meant fire. Uh, a. Quinlevin, Forgotten Lord Mayor. Is the book just out today? Is today the day you... It, it, it literally is out today, so well. it's available through Cork City's commemoration website, and hopefully from next week it'll be available in Waterstones and Vibes and Scribes and different places online or click and collect, obviously, in the current uh, context. Great, and part of the centenary of commemorations that we're going through this year, which have obviously been curtailed somewhat by we know why, um, but an honour for me to chat to you on the day that the book has come out, and on the day, 100 years ago, that Donal Logo Callaghan became the third Sinn Féin Lord Mayor of Cork. A, thanks so much. Thanks for listening to this Red FM podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and check out redextra.ie for more great Red FM content.